0: Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi everyone. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. This is your host Helen Wynn, CEO of 3W Medical for Women, out here in the beautiful Seattle, Washington, as we wrap up this really warm summer we've been having i just wanted to jump on and share with you my experience this summer as you probably have heard through the various different podcasts that we've recorded recently i recently adopted my beautiful son max who is turning 6 months next week wow which is blows my mind how fast time has flown by with him but my world has changed quite a bit. And I thought I'd just, you know, once again, put myself out there and share with you my experience as being a mom, but being a working mom. And that is such a privilege to be able to experience and have a community and have a a staff that's um, in a company that I work for that's able to support all of that. But before I adopted my son, you know, 3W is and will always be my first baby. And I love working here. It's more than just a job for me. It's it's really a calling. I heard me say all of that before. And I I'm a I mean, I'm the first to admit I'm a workaholic. I, I because this is not work for me. I always feel like I can pour myself into it. It's, it's always going to produce a lot of fruit. It's always going to produce such great outcome when I put a lot of me and effort and working with my team into it. So before I had my son, I was working about 60 hours a week, which was very, very common for me. And I was able to still have a personal life. I would still have, be able to have a marriage and it was working fine. Well, when you have a baby, things like, working 60 hours is just not possible. And so the transition from being a single, you know, I mean, I'm married, but not having children to tie me down and, you know, preventing me from going to work or or cutting back my hours, I was able to work all the time, anytime I had no really limits on when I worked. And then having a child, then slowed me down quite a bit. And so I went from working 60 hour weeks and then I was on maternity leave. And that meant I was only checking emails or checking in with my staff, I wanna say once a week. And that was a huge, huge jolting transition for me. And I didn't think it would have been that hard, but it was very, very difficult. And so I scaled back my hours a lot. And don't take me wrong, I love being at home with my child. I love experiencing everything um, that he experiences in a day and I'm his mother and I should be there for that kind of stuff. But there was also this feeling of of loss and of mourning, of not being there at 3W, not being with my staff, not contributing to an organization that I absolutely love, and so I had to really grapple with that, and I had to really slow down and say, "Okay, maternity leave has always been a limited amount of time, and I'm going to get back into the you know working uh, working soon." And so after that, I started, uh, after a month or two, I started adding on, you know, one or two days that I was working from home. And at this point, by, by September, this is recorded in September, at this point, I am back in the office three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, every other Wednesday, I'm able to bring my son in. And I have this wonderful lady that comes and and watches him in the the other room while I work in my office, but I get to have him with me. And so I'm in the office again, very close back up to 40 hours. And the other two days, Tuesdays and Fridays, I get to work from home while he sleeps and and naps because babies aren't up all the time. But the experience of being a working mother has been uh, really wonderful and continues to shape me for who I am. And I I always knew I was going to be working even when I had children. And I don't know why I knew that. I just knew it from a young age that that's what I wanted to do. And and you know the women in my family i've had a mixture of examples of women that worked and women that didn't work and women that worked part time and women that worked really close by or really far away so i feel like i've had an example of a variety of women and mothers in my in my life that either worked or didn't work my mom worked full time and that and that was because i had grandparents that would watch me during the day and my mom would drop me off and then leave for work and then come back in the afternoon. Now, not everybody has that kind of community setting, that kind of setup. So I get it if you had to drop your kid off at at daycare or, or, you know, have a nanny. But I always felt called to work and still be a mother. And this whole experience now going through it has only solidified that. And I think people have a lot of misconceptions about what I do and my personal life with my son. And I think they're very sensitive to it because he's adopted. And so there's this, you know, people say things sometimes and they they don't mean what they what they actually mean, but. You know it, it comes off in a way where it's assuming that I'm neglecting my son or that I don't love my son or like he's adopted and so I need to constantly be be with him because I've always wanted him so bad. And you know, to be quite honest, when I'm at work, he's being watched by my mother-in-law he's being watched by my mom. He when he goes to my mom's, he's with my my grandparents. So his great grandparents. He's with his cousins. He's with his uncles and aunts who are younger, who's like six, seven, eight. He gets to be around so many people that absolutely love him. He gets to be watched and cared for and loved by women that have raised me, that have raised my husband that have raised so many children in the in the family that to be quite honest I just don't worry about him when I'm at work I think about him and I miss him but it doesn't prevent me from doing my work and it doesn't it, it, there's no like oh gosh I'm yearning to be at home with him uh, you know maybe I'm weird or something like that but I when I'm at work, I am Im- immersed in my work. I love what I do. I feel that I can knock things out before I get home. So when I'm home with Max, I am, you know, focused on him, but I don't feel bad for leaving him in the morning with my parents or my in-laws because they spoil the crap out of him and love him so very much. So this whole experience of actually putting into practice what being a a working mom looks like has further solidified that I was always meant to be a working mom. And this is not to say that if you decide to stay home with your child and be a full-time mom, well, I think I'm a full-time mom because- I'm always a, I'm always going to be a mom. But I also work on top of that. But if if you want to stay home with your child, go for it. That's that's wonderful if that's what you're being called to do. I just want to put it out there as as for my experience that there were some people that were trying to make me feel guilty for leaving Max at home and not being with him all the time and making me feel Less than as a mother, and I don't think that's right. I think there's a fine balance that every everyone can can strike. And if your child is happy, if your child is 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 hitting certain milestones, if your child is thriving, there is really no one else that you should try to make happy or satisfy certain assumptions other than your own. So yeah, I just wanted to put it out there, and you know, be. Be sensitive to everyone's situation because you don't really know. And, you know, sometimes it's it's difficult for women to be working mothers sometimes as well because that's not what they chose, but because of their life circumstances, they have to go to work. They would rather be at home, but in order to feed, to feed their families, in order to feed themselves, they have to go out there and make a living. That's is sometimes the case and that's okay and i wish there were more programs out there that that supports women who have to work who also have children because i was looking up as as i preparing for this podcast i was reflecting on my own experience but i was looking up okay what are the statistics out there of of working mothers and according to the labor force bureau they said Rates of mothers with children under the age of 18 makes up 72.3% of the working population in 2019. And the most common industry group for working mothers was educational services, healthcare services, social assistance. 40% of all employed mothers work in this group. So fascinating that it's in the educational service, healthcare, social assistance. So it's in 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 careers that cares and take cares of other people. So that was really interesting to me. And then I started digging a little bit deeper about okay, how has this COVID pandemic impacted working mothers. And and I'm quoting what I read um, from the Census Bureau. It says, increased household responsibilities during the pandemic have forced many working mothers to scale back on their hours or to leave the workforce entirely. The COVID-19 pandemic has left many American families without childcare and in-person schooling. So for those that are not as blessed as me to have such a... Supportive community, such a supportive boss, such a supportive environment where we're pro family, women are having to choose between their work or their children or their families, and then how are they going to feed them? You know, how are they supposed to care for them? How are they supposed to buy them stuff? How are they supposed to. Be, and then the pandemic has even caused even more of a layered problem now because there's no childcare, schooling is either in person or online. I mean, for the past year, all of our all of the kids had online school. It was just recently that they're going back to school. So these these situation has has caused even more, created more difficulties for women to have careers and to have children and find that balance. And so my challenge to you today is to think like, who, who's in your life, who, who are the mothers in your life that have really shown you an example of what that balance looks like? You know, whether she's, whether the mother is staying at home or not, she still has to have, you know, I encourage her to have other outlets as well. And how does that look like? For the women's and women in your lives, how has that looked like? F- as an example to you, if you're a young mother or a young woman that's that want children in the future, you know, start thinking about this. Like, do I want to work when I have kids? Having conversations with you know the person you're going to marry or your spouse, and you know, what are some ways that you can talk about this, um, more openly and candidly? And you have to be honest with yourself. You really do and not try to fit any stereotypes and not try to fit anybody's assumptions or pressure to fit into like, oh, I need to work because so-and-so thinks, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, stay at home and pump out a bunch of kids and that's it. And you you just, you just can't be bound by those types of pressure and priorities that 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 other people put on you because being a parent is already hard enough. So that's been my experience. I hope that helps anyone out there that's kind of feeling the same way, that have had similar experiences. I don't know what it's gonna look like once I have more than one child. You know, I, I really hope that my husband and I are able to adopt more children. I hope that's in our future, but I don't know what that looks like. And maybe that means I'm gonna have to scale back even more. And surprisingly, Max is, you know, my son is really healthy and thriving and is pretty chill. He's a pretty chill baby and he does not need a lot of care and feeding. I mean, right now he's six months. So yes, but you know, your child might need you a bit more. And what does that look like? And how do you balance your work with that? And as a parent, I think there are certain things that we have to give up because we have children now, and that's just the sacrifice, and that's just what needs to be done during the season. I think that it doesn't stay that way as they get older. And you start incorporating back some of those other things, whatever they may be, like traveling overseas or, or something like that, and that will, that will happen again one day, but just not now. We're just taking a bit of a pause. So would love to hear your thoughts, listeners, if, if you are a working mom, if you know of a working mother, if you know of, are you a stay-at-home mom, if, if you're discerning to be a stay-at-home mom yourself, I'm curious to know who shaped those ideas for you, who shaped those decisions with you. And if you're, you're putting those, those decisions into practice, how has it been for you? I'd like to, I'd like to think that my experience is not unusual. So would really love to hear from any of you who are experiencing it yourself and 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 you know just how do we support each other more how do we lean on each other when days are hard how do we encourage each other to go forward so thank you again for listening thanks for listening to my story and looking forward to sharing more and more with all of you as we record more podcasts if you have any suggestions on what you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to drop us an email in our info at 3wmedical.org email and suggest some topics that you'd like us to talk about. Always interested in that. So again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. And until next time. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.